Hi guys, just wanted to let you know that today's episode is sponsored by Away Travel. Quite simply, Away Travel makes everything you need for a trip away. Away started with the perfect suitcase, then built from there, creating a range of travel standards developed from the travel stories of friends and seatmates. The pieces aren't smart, they're thoughtful, with features that solve real travel problems. To give the whole world access to better travel standards, Away took the direct-to-consumer approach to lower prices, and the quality is guaranteed. Your Away suitcase will be with you for life. I'm teaming up with Away and Podgo to give you the best deal on premium luggage by going to podgo.co slash away that's p-o-d-g-o dot c-o slash a-w-a-y away travel here to make your journey seamless welcome to girl we gotta talk i'm your host elena jakes this podcast is a lifestyle and entertainment news podcast where i talk all about life struggles the breakups the makeups business aspirations and i am always having new guests on to discuss it all Plus, I'm always giving you the latest on all things pop culture. So let's jump into today's episode because, girl, we gotta talk. back to Girl We Gotta Talk. Today I'm joined by Sophia DeFeo. She's a 23-year-old just living her best life. Um, And today we're going to talk about a really fun little trip she did. It was a solo trip. Um, We're going to talk about her travel experiences and why she chose to do this and just learn a little bit more about her. So Sophia, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me again. Yeah, it's not her first time. Sophia actually came on, I guess it was like last summer at this point. We really chatted it up. It was like a really deep conversation. We talked about relationships and gaslighting and Sophia opened up so much. Like it was such a like serious, raw, like interview. It was so much fun. I think so many people like resonated with it and related to what you were going through in that time. So it was like a really popular episode. Like people were like loving it, loving you. So I had to have you back. Like I said, today is going to be a little bit different than that. It's going to be, I think maybe a happier tone. <laughs> yeah. That last one felt like a therapy session, right? Cause that's, I was going, we were in the middle of quarantine, like the, you know, I mean, obviously we're still in quarantine, but we were in the times where we didn't know anything. And, you know, I was fresh off of that breakup, but you know, it was definitely a time where, uh, it was good to have a friend like you to, you know, it's like almost like a therapy session. It was, nice. it was, it was, um, part of the wine night series. And we were just like having a few drinks, just letting out our feelings. It was fun. It was good. (laughs) I think it lasted almost like two, three hours, like without, you know, everything uncut because luckily you uncut a lot of it because some of it was so, some of it, I would be like, okay, no, (laughs) you cannot say that publicly. No. Yeah. It was a long way. It was like an hour and a half. If you haven't listened to it or don't know what we're talking about, go listen to it. I'll link it so you guys can listen to it. But yeah, it was a, it was a good one. Okay. So before we jump into everything today, I want to do some rapid fire questions. I'd like to do these so people can get to know you a little bit better. So if you haven't listened to that first episode and you don't really know Sophia, maybe you will after these, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. What is your go-to at home alcoholic beverage? Oh gosh. Recently it's been a margarita just cause I love a fresh 
fruit kind of mix, especially Bachelor Mondays, Margarita Monday. That's just kind of what I've been doing. And it kind of makes me feel a little tropical. Wow, that actually sounds so good. Okay, what is your favorite place? This is related to the topic. What is your favorite place to stop for food on a road trip? I love the little hole in the wall spots. Like they, like they, they look kind of sketchy and then you go inside and it's like the best authentic food. Like when I was in Arizona, I stopped at this little hole in the wall taco place and it was probably the best tacos I've ever had. So just, I like, I like finding the little unique little hole in the walls. The little hidden gems. I like it. What is your, what was your favorite um, TV show you watched in 2020? So the crown, I started right really at the end of 2020. And I've been binge watching it since I'm obsessed with the Royal family. I have no idea why, but it's a more serious tone. And then another show that I love is true detective. It's on, it's an HBO max show. It's with Matthew McConaughey is my dream man. He is, he is the main guy in season one. I watched the whole season in a day because I'm obsessed with him and the show is just so good. So highly, highly, highly recommend. Say less. Yeah. The crown. I, I'm also like, I've always been like kind of interested in the royal family, but I didn't know enough. So I was just like knew what I knew and like loved it at that. But lately I've been like on this royal family kick and I watched the other night, um, Diana in her own words, it's on Netflix and it's just a documentary. Like she literally like had a secret recording and she wrote that book with this author and it's the recording basically telling her whole story throughout the documentary. It's insane. I saw the previews on Netflix, like, you know, the suggested to watch. So I definitely want to check that out because I am in such a, and I'm sure we all are after the holidays, like wanting to watch so many different shows and all, you know, 2021, all these new, like all these new series are coming out or slash, you know, the stuff on like NBC, ABC is picking back up. So I'm trying to focus on like one series at the moment yeah. and then go you know, like now the bachelor's back on like that's obviously my main focus but you know but no Absolutely. I'll have to check that out yeah. okay what is your go-to fun fact like if you're in a group situation and they're like say a fun fact Sophia like what is yours um oh my gosh uh this one everyone makes fun of me for I can legit pick things up with my feet like it's like my hands <laughs> I like <laughs> like it's bad. What is the biggest thing you've picked the up? The biggest thing? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I can't think of the biggest thing at the moment, but um we I was in Dr. Jordan's anthropology one-on-one class, freshman or sophomore year of college. And uh one of my teammates was sitting next to me and knew this weird fact about me. And we were talking about like the homo sapiens and, you know, like the, um, with the monkeys and humans and the DNA similarities. And he was saying something like, you know, well, if we were closer to, or something about monkeys and humans, and basically um, he goes, you know, we'd be able to do more stuff with our feet. And Amy, her Amy Mayer, she raises her hand and she goes, oh, Dr. Jordan, Sophia can pick stuff up with her feet. So I had to stand on a table in front of like the lecture and like pick things up with my feet. In front of your whole class. And my toes were not painted. In front of my whole class, my toes were not painted. That was my big thing because it was in prime field hockey season two. Like my toes were so ratchet looking. It was so bad. That is so bad. But yeah, I can pick things up with my feet. (laughs) 
Okay, so we're going to jump into what Sophia is here for. I feel like this is like a where are they now sort of episode. Um, Because if you listen to the first one, like we said, it was like Sophia really opening up about some situations that happened to her, gaslighting and just like not very happy times. And so today is like, I don't know, I feel like it's like your journey, like from that episode. So you took a solo trip you traveled by yourself which I think is so badass especially just being like a girl and doing that because so many people would be like oh my god like I could never like I'd be so afraid solo traveling in general is just badass so I want to talk to you about like what led like what led you to do that so I actually have a really cool story um to how I even you know decided to just do it because this trip was super spur of the moment, like less than a 24 hour planned trip. So December 1st, I got a job offer for this position in Baltimore, um, which is where my family is. And um, I wasn't loving and felt like I was growing at the job that I was currently at in Winchester, Virginia. So um, I accepted the position at 11:30 December 1st that morning. Um, And then I had a lunch with a doctor in West Virginia at 12 o'clock. And then I get out of the lunch and at one o'clock, there is a business update email from my company, from my old company saying um, mandatory business update meeting at four o'clock. That is, there was nothing else said. And then I got a text from my work partners saying, um, because I was contracted, so they had more internal information to stay at home tomorrow. So of course, you know, kind of freaking out a little bit, but at the same time in my head, I was like, I just accepted a new job. So I kind of knew it was coming. So um, I got laid off that afternoon after accepting a job that morning. Oh my gosh. So it was crazy. Like it was a crazy day. I know. And I, I felt so unbelievably lucky, lucky and, you know, like God definitely was looking out for me on that one. I was sitting on my couch that night. And I was like, I have basically a month until I start my new job and I can sit here and just kind of chill. We are in a pandemic, but I'm going to regret this time, you know, if I don't take advantage of it. So um, I did a road trip out West and I planned, I have family um, in Vegas. I did a rapid COVID test. Um, I booked a ticket and I flew out the next day without a really a plan. I didn't book a returning flight. I booked a one-way uh, with Spirit for like 90 bucks. And yeah, I packed enough clothes for like a couple of weeks. I just, I had no plan and I just went. That is crazy that like you made a decision that fast. I am so indecisive. I can't even imagine being like one minute being like, I'm not going to do anything. And then being like, okay, actually I just booked a flight. Like we're going to do this. That's insane. How did you lay out the actual road? Like, the whole trip itself? Like, where did you fly to? And like, where did you go from there? So luckily, um, I had some friends that did a a out West road trip. Um, They're a married couple with some kids. And, you know, I I texted them and was like, hey, can you guys just give me um, a little bit of information about what you did? And they just texted me some of their favorite national parks and some other people that I've known. I've always wanted to go out West. And I've always wanted to do a solo road trip. It's just always something I've wanted to do. Um, you know, people might say to me, like, you know, aren't you scared? Or, you know, I got that a lot. Or, um, 
you know, what are you using for protection? Or, you know, like, are you, are you scared that someone's going to kidnap you or anything? And honestly, I just see the world in a positive light. And maybe that's a little bit too naive of me, but I just think like, why would anyone do anything to me? You know, or, um, why would, you know, why would anything want anything to happen? Like, why, why would someone want to do something to me? You know what I mean? Like I would never, in my mind, I never think of that. I, I try and see the good in everyone. And so, you know, I wasn't really scared. I just kind of did it. And so, um, I texted our, my family friends about going out West because they did a, a road trip this past summer with their kids from Baltimore and they went all the way to LA and back. So they had some really great info and good stops. And I just kind of, I have family out in Vegas. And so I texted my aunt and she's like, yeah, of course, you know, we're always here. So I just booked the ticket and I went, it was the best two weeks of my life. I wish I could have stayed a month, but um, I had to be home for Christmas with my family and quarantine in time. So it was incredible. I like, I just think that this is so cool. And I, I think part of like the whole being scared thing for you, maybe it was because like you didn't really give yourself time to think a lot about the situation. You were just like, this is what I want to do. And there was no time for you to be like, well, this could go wrong. or This could go wrong. You kind of just did it. Like you just hit the gas and went, which I think is super cool because the world that we're living in now, people are just so weary of like everybody and everything that everyone's probably like so worried for your well-being. Like how did like sleeping go like where did you stay like so the first what I did was is when I when I flew into Vegas um I got another COVID test just because again I would hate to infect anyone my family you know whatever and and so um I quarantined at their house for a few days until I got a result and so that was nice because then I had some family time with them I was able to spend time with them some during that time period I just started looking in areas more of like campgrounds. And I looked, um, I got a rental car um, in Vegas. You can get a rental car at 19 um, where a lot of other States you cannot until like 25 um, unless you pay a fee, but it was an additional fee. So that was nice. Um, I thought about sleeping in my car, but then in Utah, it was like seven degrees at night. So um, I would have had to buy like a propane tank and that would have just been a whole, I would have hate to blown up the car like that was my main concern was like like accidentally like plugging something in and then just something going wrong right so um I actually did stay in hotels because a the cold I was not prepared for that spur of the moment trip and I wasn't gonna just go and buy all the new camping gear at like REI or something because that would have been crazy so I just booked hotels really and um just kind of mapped out my trip from there I used an app called road trippers which was great because what you can do with the app is you can put in destinations that you want and it will show you the right route to go, you know, like the best. Yeah, it was really cool. And so it's, you can do it anywhere, you know, even if you want to do from Baltimore to DC, if you want to see some stops or something, you know, whatever road trippers will show you good stops to go to or, um, you know, even gas stations or where to sleep, whatever. And then I also use the all trails app because I did a lot of hikes and they also on the all trails apps show um, where there is camping free places to camp at as well as other things. But I just chose the hotel route because just so short notice. And um, definitely when I go out again, I would like to camp 
I feel like it took away a little bit of my credibility for being a badass, but no, um, I mean, it's nine degrees outside. Like I would be in a hotel too. I can't imagine sleeping like that. I think maybe if you do it again, you could do it in like the spring or summer and like redeem yourself if you want. But I don't think that like, you know, changes anything. You still did this by yourself. So thank you. Thank you. But yeah, no, I just stayed at places. Um, I used also the hop hopper is an app that you can yeah. use with flights, car rentals, everything. Um, and that was super helpful too. But yeah, so I basically, again, I just threw, I flew into Vegas, spent some a few days with family and then I got my rental car and I just kind of went, I, you know, like when you are traveling, like just be confident and be sure of yourself, you know, um, just kind of the same rules applies when you're walking alone in a city, like don't look down at like your phone, you know what I mean? Like, you know, be confident, be proud of you you know who you are look around like smile at people because it's almost you, you're almost intimidating when you are very sure of yourself to others because then they're like oh like you know this girl knows where she's at and um you know just being aware of surroundings like normal you know don't park somewhere that's in a dark area like like at night like scary like obviously park near like a street light um you know like well-lit areas like don't park places is where you feel uncomfortable it's the same old same old you know just as we're taught as girls in general but um I when I was a girl scout it was like I will always remember this moment and it stuck with me because when I was a girl scout I was with my troop and we were in like downtown DC we were in like a not great area for some trip we were on and we were like walking to the venue and a girl in my troop, we were probably like elementary school or maybe middle school, but no elementary school. I wasn't in Girl Scouts in middle school. But anyways, a girl in my troop yelled out, I don't even know where we are. And then a parent turned around and she was like, you never say that out loud in public. Like, don't ever say that. And she was like, you always need to act like you know where you are. Mm -hmm. And that stuck with me. So every time I'm anywhere, even if it's like literally my hometown, like I got the look like I know where the hell I'm going and I like I'm owning it like I just I have always been like since that literally since that day I've always been like I know exactly where I'm going and like if anyone looks at me like I'll mess you up like that's just how I am now because I'm like nobody can take advantage of me so that's a really good that's a good tip and also too like when you're making these reservations of places to stay if you are you know if you decide to stay at a campground, like, you know, um, something a friend told me was to, you know, put your hiking boots outside the car. Cause it could sometimes look like a guy's shoe. So, um, it will, uh, colder weather, colder weather is kind of hard to do that, but you know, like, especially in like the warmer weather months, like stick your shoe outside because it will look like it's a guy's shoe. Um, so that's something as well. And also on all the reservations, um, I put two people for everything. Um, even if it was a restaurant, um, or the hotel, like Airbnb, whatever, I made sure it was two, uh, two adult reservations, just because, That's you know, smart. Yeah. why, you know, you don't want to already set yourself up for failure. Cause who knows, you know? Yeah. You can't be sure of anybody. So it's just yeah. good to be. But then again, I think of the world on positive light. So I didn't think of it originally at first <laughs> like that, but it's hard to you know, you just don't want to set yourself up there. There's way too many like criminal minds, CSI, no. <laughs> um, all those kind of shows out there to make you think otherwise law and order. No, but those are good tips for sure. How were the, yeah. hikes? like you mentioned you were hiking and the pictures were absolutely insane. Like, how was that? Where did you go? So, um, I went to 
I started in Utah, um, which I cannot wait to go back. I wish I had way more time there than what I did. Um, I mean, I loved Christmas with my family, but if I would have known it was that amazing, yeah, I would have definitely stayed out there longer. It was incredible. I mean, like, I cannot believe that that is a part of the United States. Like it is, I felt like I was on another planet. So um, I started in Arches National Park. So the drive from Vegas to Arches was about six and a half hours. And so that was a pretty long trek just to start off with, but I'm glad I did it that way. And I suggest to anyone who is traveling, get the long drive out of the way, because again, you're going to be, if you choose to hike and drive and and you know, you're thinking of dinner and all these places, you're trying to map all this out in the, in your head while going. And um, cause again, I didn't really have a plan. So I just kind of did it, um, but I'm glad I did the long drive first because I had more energy at the beginning of the trip, you know? So yeah. knocking that out um, and also just, it was a lot of self-reflection time. I vividly remember that morning driving through Nevada to Utah in the gorge. So it's the Virgin River Gorge and uh, Send Me On My Way by Rest of Root comes on. And I felt like I was in a movie. I was like, this is not my life. This cannot be my life right now. Like, am I really doing this? Cause again, like you said, I didn't have time to like process all of this. Like I didn't have time to be like, this is what I'm doing. I just kind of did it. And so, you know, that was a lot as well to kind of process and it was very emotional. So I'm like, I love, I love a good cry. I love a good laugh. Like I love talking to people and sharing emotion, but this trip was a very um, like spiritually emotional trip. Um, it was very eye-opening and awakening um, for myself. And I fully believe that everything you do in life happens for a reason. I, and I believe that this trip happened at the right time of my life because I needed something like this. Cause you know, I wasn't loving my job, um, that I left. And then I accepted this new opportunity, which, you know, I never planned on moving back to Baltimore where my family was. So I had a little bit of hesitation, but it was a no brainer with the job. And it's just a lot of reflecting. Like I just remember on that drive of six and a half hours, I just was reflecting on my life, like, and then, um, in, in positive ways, like, wow, like, you know, like you've really have come far, like, you know, who, who, who would have thought that graduating college a year later, you'd be taking a solo road trip out West, leaving a job that you weren't happy with to then go to a job that advances you in your career, you know? And I, I never thought while going through that rough period of time, um, especially over quarantine, again, not loving my job, but, um, alone because I was alone, a lot of quarantine as well. Um, and, you know, and it was just a lot of self-reflection and it was a really like, again, very spiritually awakening and moving thing. Like I, when I got to Arches, um, Moab, Utah, after I checked in the hotel and I put my bags upstairs and um, I got dressed, put my hiking gear on and I go to the park and I just immediately start crying. I have no idea why I was crying. I was just crying. And I think it's just the idea of freedom for whatever reason, I know it sounds like, it could sound silly or dramatic, but I was just like, wow, like this is just incredible. Like it was, I can't even put it into words. It, it, it really was like, and driving into these parks and I wish I could show everyone, you know, 
pictures of my phone and my it's like whatever videos of just driving in and just being like wow because I have videos of me you know I had like a little tripod on my car and I literally was just like wow or like you could hear me just say like oh my gosh oh that gave me chills I know it, it was just it was just very like again I can't even put it into words it was just very freeing and so for me I have this very um, emotional attachment to Arches National Park because I think that that is the first, uh, it was the first stop on my trip, but it was the first very alone thing I've ever done because yes, I lived alone. And so I think living alone obviously helped prepare me for this because I believe once you live alone, you can really do anything. And I really just tried to unplug that week or two weeks I was out there. I mean, I posted pictures and stuff like that just because you know, it was kind of like more of a documentation for me. And I almost felt like it was like me journaling in a way, you know, but um, I, I went on this hike that was kind of off the beaten path in arches and it was right around sunset. And I just remember standing under this big giant arch and just again, tearing up. I was like, I just cannot believe that this is my life. It really shows. Cause like 2020 was obviously a rough year for everyone, but like, just, it was almost like a, you did it moment. Like you, like you persevered, like you did it. Like it was a rough year. Like you had a lot going on, but like, you still are here. Like you, you're collective together in peace. Like you're in one piece. And, and also too. So I, it was cool. Cause I, I would, I met people, like I met this 65 year old woman who did a legit drive alone from Rochester, New York to the West coast. And she was out there for several months. She just retired. She had a husband and kids and she was like, you know what? I just want to do this. And so she just went, she went to um, several national parks. I met her when I first got to Arches because she was hiking alone and she saw me alone too. And so we just started talking and that was also like, I felt like it was almost a God thing. Like she was placed in my life to talk to me like right then and there because she was at the end of her journey. And I was just starting mine. And oh, so um, yeah, you keep I know, I know, I know. It was so cool. It just because, and it was almost, it was weird too. Like we looked similar. Like she was an Italian looking woman, like dark hair, brown eyes. Like we were probably the same height, you know, like, yeah. oh and so she, I know. And she was just basically like, you know, your life begins when you realize Yes, she she put it in this way. It was like your life begins when you realize what wasn't serving you is no longer there. And then you just start again. And it was the way that she said it. And I was just like, wow, like that's really interesting. And then, you know, she done, I turn around and she's basically gone because she started hiking longer. And I was like, cool. So I'm just standing here in the middle of a desert with a bunch of rocks and sand. And she just leads me with that because we were, we started talking. <laughs> right, I know. And so we started talking more. We were going to meet up for dinner. And um, I then started, like, she was gone. Like, she walked down the hill and, it, like, not down the hill, but, like, through the rocks and she was gone. So, um, and, you know, it's kind of, like, etiquette that I learned to not, like, really yell in those places. So I didn't want to yell and be like, hey. But we talked about dinner plans and I went. And I think she went earlier than I did, but. I mean, that was another thing too, just at the restaurants alone, like I had some of the coolest experiences. I met some of the craziest people and like just really cool stories. Um, I, like in, in Moab, Utah, I probably had one of the best meals of my life. 
I was also trying all these different kinds of foods. Like I would never eat bison and I ate bison. I don't know. I was just like, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I also started drinking bourbon because I felt like I was like, if I need to be like a badass, so I'm gonna have to drink some bourbon. So I ha- I was drinking bourbon um, in the evenings after my hikes. I was just like, cool. This is, I guess, what I'm doing now. Bourbon and bison. Um, when in Rome, right? Yeah. Right. But yeah. So no, I just met so many different people, and it was just cool talking. And um, honestly, a lot of my conversations I had with people was kind of the direction that I wound up going on my trip because I would just, you know, more people would talk be like, oh my gosh, you have to stop here. You have to go here. You have to do this. Um, so I, then the next morning, um, went back to arches and I did this like seven mile hike solo. It's devil's garden. And that was probably the most unreal place I've ever been. I genuinely thought I was on another planet and I was the only one there. Like there was no one else. And so the time period I went as like in in the winter is when they say, you know, like if you don't want anyone there, like that's when you go. I mean, of course it's because it's freezing. Like when I started the hike, it was like 20 degrees outside. I was alone for like seven miles. There was no one. And it was very much of peace. I've never heard silence like that before. Yeah. I feel like that just has to be so like therapeutic um mm-hmm. to just have that whole space by yourself and be in a place that you are unfamiliar with and just like doing that journey on your own that's just got to be such an incredible moment yeah and I mean it, it really was like very breathtaking and it was kind of like wow again like am I really doing this and so based on conversations that I had with people I decided to go to a few other places before leaving because I did want to get to Arizona by sunset so I stayed in Utah um, the first time I went to Utah because I went to Utah, Utah twice over those two weeks. The first time I went, I only was there for about a day and a half. So this part was very interesting in my journey. I went to Canyonlands, um, which is not as much of a national park that people know of, but it's beautiful. It's it's crazy. There's canyons inside of canyons. So then it started to snow. So then I left there because originally it wasn't a part of my, my trek. You know, I was just going to go to Arches and then go straight to Monument Valley through Utah down to Arizona. When I but then I stopped at Canyonlands and again beautiful, completely quiet. Like there's all these canyons and I could have heard a pin drop. There was there was no it, it was incredible. Um, I mean I basically was pulling off in the middle of the road on these canyons. There's a lot of off roading and I just stood there and I just felt so small. That's something I really learned as well as how small we truly are, and. Um, not to be all philosophical, but yes, things in life are really big and like they can really be, um, you know, at the moment, very emotional, very hard and very draining when you're going through something. But if you just take a step back and just like, we are so small, we really are so small. And that's what I've really learned a lot on this trip out West is we are, there's so much in the world. We are so small. So I start driving from Canyonlands and there's a snowstorm and there was no like, like no knowledge of that um, on the weather. It didn't show anything. Um, My car was, I thought it was four wheel drive and it was front wheel drive. The original car I had was four wheel drive, but in Vegas, I switched it out because um, it smelled like a substance. So and in Utah, it is illegal. So I would have hate to have been, you know, pulled over for some reason. And I looked up all the charges and everything just in general and states just 
because just to be aware of what I was getting into. And um, it was $6,000 to be charged with uh, marijuana. So I was very scared of that. So I switched out my car, did not know that it was, again, front wheel drive and not the four wheel drive I originally got. And it was the same model car, just not the sports version. So I was going from Utah to Arizona and there was no service. Snow was really starting to pack down on the ground. And um, all of a sudden I was in probably like a foot of snow. And there was, I, and, and I really don't know how I was able to drive in that, um, but I did. There was ice that completely coated the roads. And probably the scariest part was there was no guardrails going down these canyons. So basically I was going down like these really windy mountains. Yeah. I couldn't see anything below me. I couldn't really see anything in front of me. Um, and all I saw next to me were these really big red rocks. So basically, um, yeah, there was several, probably thousand feet below me. And my option was to either, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to sound like morbid, but it was really scary. Like I really thought I was going to die. Like I made a voice recording on my phone. So that way, if something did happen to me that at least my parents knew like what happened. Wow. Yeah. Not to be dramatic. That's really what happened. Well, yeah, um, it was really scary. Going, yeah. You had no idea this was going to happen. You don't have a car that's going to support it. Like that's terrifying. Yeah. And so, you know, of course your initial reaction when things like, you know, when you're driving and something happens is to break, right? Um, I braked. And when I did that, I spun out and I almost went into the side of a, a canyon. So then I was like, well, yeah, you should know this. Like, you know how to drive in snow. So then I'm, you know, like pumping the gas slowly and I was driving in the middle of the road. It was a very, very narrow canyon. Um, and then I saw a snow truck in, in front of me, like from a distance, they were coming down the hill. And so I was like, all I have to do is just get through this little part and I'll be okay. And so I was like crying and like playing my music very loudly. It was just really crazy. But at the same time, as weird as that sounds, it was almost beautiful because everything around me was white because of the snow and all I could see was the red rocks. And then when I got through that, I drove probably a couple, like 20 more miles. And then there was a gas station. Um, so the, the way I went was through the Navajo reservation, um, it was in like the Ojai Valley. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, but it's basically the drive from Monument Valley. So it's Utah to Monument Valley to Arizona, which is a very like historic place. Uh, Monument Valley or like the typical, you know, that road that you see out West with the big um, kind of standalone monuments. That's what they're basically monuments. They're these big rocks. Um, so I drove through there and again, I pulled off and I just was like, wow, like I just did that. Like I just did that too. Like I cannot believe I just did that. Um, I didn't have service. No one heard from me. You know, it was really freaky, but yeah. So that was a very um, also life-changing experience. Cause I was just like, you can really do anything now that you just did that. I feel like this trip was like, yeah, maybe one hurdle after the other, but like things that you were accomplishing and just like showing you that like you can do whatever you put your mind to and like you're on your oh, we are so capable we are so yeah. capable of doing anything that we want to do if you just set your mind to it and so um I got to but eventually I ended up at Sedona um and Sedona was 
absolutely incredible as well. I met up from a friend from high school. Um, I, I hung out in Arizona um, for a couple of days. Sedona was another very, you know, Sedona's known for the energy there. It's like an energy vortex kind of place. So they say, um, I mean, I definitely could drink the Kool-Aid from that because I love Sedona. The energy there was incredible. I actually was kind of this guy from, from the bar airdropped me. This is some power move. Um, <laughs> airdropped me a photo of his, of his drink. So that was another thing too. I met other solo travelers and he was a solo traveler. Um, he was across the bar on, after I hiked the day at Sedona, I went to this um, restaurant that overlooked uh, Sedona and it was around sunset. And, um, you know, I was just kind of minding my own business. He airdropped me a photo of his drink and his plate. Um, and I look up, I look around and I'm like, what's going on? And <laughs> it's this guy that's just smiling and waving at me. And I was like, okay, like, you know, I guess you can come over. And I mean, we met other solo travelers and we just had the greatest time. When you put yourself in situations and you're able to just be yourself and be vulnerable with people and like really just get to know someone for who they are. Um, it was incredible. Like I'm, I'm still in contact with some of these people. That's so yeah. cool. Okay, what a power move for that guy to send you like an airdrop. Like that's, is that like a 20? It was a power move. That is so funny. No, and I know like obviously COVID and stuff, but I think like you were taking the precautions that you needed to take and like to chat with another solo traveler is like, that's just a cool experience. And that probably just like, and you need some social interaction. Like you're doing all this by yourself. Like it's gotta be fun to like talk to other people and see what they were up to and like learn from their travels and stuff. Everyone I met on this trip was someone I met, I met for a reason. Like I, I truly believe that they came into my life during this trip to, for me to learn something. Like I met the guy who airdropped me the photo, you know, I know it sounds something silly, but like, it's almost to be more bold and more daring. Cause it's kind of like, I would have never thought to do that. And of course you can also say hello to someone, but you know, it still was a bold move to do. It was kind of a power move, but still like learning something like that, because if, if he would have never done that, we wouldn't have ever had cool conversation and, you know, wouldn't have led me to meet other people that evening that wound up, you know, being also travelers and getting some information from them and learning more about their trip and their life experiences. And life is all about who you talk to and like experiences that you take from others and hearing people's experiences and learning from them is almost life-changing in itself because like we all have a different path we all have a different journey and the the people that I've met um over that course of the trip were just incredible hearing different stories and just everyone has a different world perception than you do you know like it's we all come from different paths and um you know people were there for different reasons whether it was they were just hanging out with friends or stopped in Sedona on the way to meet people or you know this was the beginning of their trip and every single place that I went to so I went to Arches um, I drove through Monument Valley but with the snow it was really hard to see that but that was still breathtaking and beautiful just seeing all the fog with the big rocks like that um Sedona. Sedona was incredible. And luckily I got to share some of that experience with my friend from high school um, because he lives in Flagstaff now. Hey guys, just jumping in really quickly to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Kind Bar. Kind is deeply committed to crafting food with real recognizable ingredients, a disruptive notion that sparked the creation of a new healthy snacking category. Kind is unapologetic in their efforts to challenge the status quo, to shift the food industry and empower their community and our listeners to make better, more informed choices about health. 
Kindness can also be a transformative force for good, and that is why I'm teaming up with Kind and Podgo to bring you guys 10% or 15% off for any military, teachers, students, first responders, doctors, and nurses. So go to Podgo slash Kind, that's P-O-D-G-O dot C-O slash K-I-N-D. Kind Bar is creating a kinder and healthier world one snack at a time. And then later that evening, so so the guy who airdropped me the photo, we wound up going to this other outdoor kind of space. There was like a fire pit and outdoor heaters, and then we met more people. And we all just later that evening basically went into the middle of the desert and just were all just like drinking, hanging out, sharing stories about our lives. And I will never forget just the stars that evening and how beautiful and everything was like it was the sky was basically lit up because the stars were so bright like I will never forget that what the a next cool day, experience to have like without his nuts it was cool I mean like it's something where again like all I want to do is just get back out there like I miss traveling like I I miss it and then from there I went to the Grand Canyon I stopped in Flagstaff um, at my friend's town went to the Grand Canyon and then um, I drove back to Vegas to spend a, a night or two with family. And then I went back out again and, um, I went back to Utah and I, a friend from college met me and we, you know, kind of just did the same thing, but I just didn't really have a plan. I just kind of did it. All right. So I have a funny story. So when I was in Sedona, um, it was right after my friend Colin from high school, he, he lives in Flagstaff. So he drove back, um, to Flagstaff and it was right after we had these amazing tacos. Um, and my family friends who did drive out West early in the year, their son, Cam lost a bracelet in the Colorado river the day after they went to the shop in Sedona. And it's like this elements bracelet and um he was really wanting he loved it he's like 10 years old you know so it was he was really upset when he lost it so um Casey texted me his dad and said like you know he sent me the location of the shop and was like this would be an awesome Christmas gift to surprise him with you know to put in his stocking I go there and when I'm there um buying the bracelet I get swindled so I get swindled because again, I talk way too much and I am way too trusting of people. I should take my own advice on this one, but um, I mean, look, I was confident in what I was doing and it was kind of like a mom and pop place, but it was a like energy healing place and they do like tarot card readings and they do all those, you know, kind of witchy things, which it's hard because again, as a Christian, I believe in some of it, but then at the same time, I'm like, Oh, I don't know if this is bad, but whatever. Still, I still think it's cool. Like, you know, whatever I it's, I believe in some of the witchy stuff, but anyway, so this woman starts talking to me and she's like, you just have some energy about you, like some aura. And I was like, okay. She's like, are you traveling? Like, are you on a journey? And I was like, oh my gosh. I I was like, yeah, I am. She was like, will you come with me? I was like, like, 
uh, sure. Uh, she's like, it's, it's, this is my practice. She's like, I'm a nurse practitioner, but I do energy healing. And I was like, okay. And she's like, and I can sense that you, your energy needs to be restored. And I was like, okay, so, okay, cool. So I go back into this room with her, which again, I should not have done because like I probably could have, my body parts could have been chopped up and exposed on the black market, but 100%. you know, but I, but you know, it was, it was such like, it's and I'm journey. It's part of the journey. It's part of the journey. So like, that's the thing too. It's like, and in my head, I'm like, I'm in a public place kind of like, you know, if something was to happen to me, like it would all lead back to these people. Again, it was all about the experience and in the very, in the moment. And it just felt like really right. And again, with Sedona, it, it has these energy vortexes. So, you know, to anyone listening and you want to learn more about Sedona, um, look it up because it is really cool. And I felt the energy there. Like it is just a complete, like my soul felt on fire. Like there, it was just like, there is just an undescribable feeling when you're there. So anyway, um, basically drinking the Kool-Aid, um, I go back there with her in this room and we're talking and she was like, I want you to lay on this table. Oh so, my God. You were so, so bold for this. I'm like, <laughs> So I lay on the table and she was like, okay, we're basically right now, you're going to go into this energy healing process. And this is what the Navajo, um, you know, indigenous people do. And it's, it's this tribal ceremony. And so basically it's this Navajo drum that when you beat it, it's supposed to have like this energy source and removal. So anything that is negative from your body is supposed to flow out. Okay. So, um, and again, you guys can look this up about this energy healing with the Navajo drum. So I'm laying on this table and the room, she turns off all the lights and all of a sudden I feel like I completely leave my body. Like, I know it sounds crazy, but like I legit leave my body. I know. And so I'm lying on this table and this, this drum is like beating under my body and I can feel it throughout my whole body, but my mind is not there, but my body is. And it sounds crazy, but I'm telling you like 15 minutes, all of a sudden just snapped and went and I woke up and I was like disoriented, like totally disoriented. And she sits me up. And she was like, how do you feel? And like, when I sat up, like, I literally felt like I was on the opposite side of the room. It was really crazy because the energy, the drum, it's healing. And so it's, it beats yeah. through your body. So it was really a crazy experience. And then she basically just said to me, you know, like, take care, like, be safe on your journey. Like, you know, hopefully this energy will heal. But my husband, Mario, um, you know, he's really good at guidance. And so if you're looking oh my for guidance you can talk to my husband, Mario. And I, I felt very, and in this instance is where I need to take my own advice and say, no, yeah. I was like, okay. Because I, I again, felt under kind of pressure and she was, you know, I should have stood my ground a little bit more, been like, no, I'm okay. But you know, again, we're all here for the experience. So I go into this room and Mario is this guy who um, he told me he was a monk for 12 years before he came back to Sedona. Um, well, not came back, but came back to the United States and did uh, training in Sedona and is now um, a energy healer as well. And a um, not a psychic, he said, but it's whatever he is. Okay. He then starts pulling out these cards. And I'm like, oh no, like, I don't really know how I feel about like tarot cards, you know, like again, um, 
I don't know if I like really believe in it. And he was like, oh no, like my sweet Sophia. Oh. I know. My sweet Sophia, this is not anything that you think. Cause I said to him, I was like, look, like I believe in God. Like, I don't know. Like I apparently tarot cards from what my understanding could be considering not like demonic, but it's the universe. And I believe in God. Like, you know, I was like, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, I don't know really how I feel about this. And he's basically like, this has nothing to do with it. This is the angel speaking, which I do have to say, my perception has changed on that a little bit, just because I do believe like, you know, what, what you ask for in this world, like if you ask for it, like, you know, whether it's to God, to the universe, you know, whatever you believe, like it is, you will, you'll receive if you put yourself in these intentional positions to get to where you want to be. So basically he explained it as, you know, this is the angels guiding. And so um, I didn't tell the woman anything either. Like all I said was yes, that I was on a journey, um, but I didn't say anything. So I pull these three cards and the three cards are um, expansion, receive. And there was a, I think it was challenge or something like that. And I, again, I'm not very well versed in these tarot cards, but um, basically he was saying that I was on an expansion of my life and I will continue this expansion um, to better myself and better, um, you know, the world that I'm creating for myself and my life. And that through this experience and journey now receive, he said, do you want, are you in a relationship? Are you seeking a relationship? And I said, you know, at the moment I'm kind of just being me and doing whatever. I don't really, I'm not looking for a relationship, but if it comes my way and he goes, well, good. Cause there's no love life in the near future. And I was like, that's great. Thank you. Thanks, Mario. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thank you. And then the other was, um, challenge is that I will be facing some challenges in the new year, which, you know, of course I kind of just brushed that off because we've been facing challenges for the past year. Yeah. I just was kind of swindled and I left there just feeling very confused and disoriented, but, um, you know, it was a very funny experience now because I like could not believe I just spent like an hour and a half, hour and a half of my time there when I went in for a bracelet and come out with like, I had energy healing done tarot cards read to me and, um, you know, these people were, yeah, it was, but again, it's all about saying yes and the experience I mean I wouldn't have had that funny little story if I don't know I think it's hilarious to me but just because I was kind of like what did I just do like no what? that is like it's funny now because like you weren't murdered but like <laughs> yeah what you said like you guys say yes you're on this journey like you have to just go for it and yeah maybe the public place I probably would have justified it too like I'm in a public place like if this is really going to be like where it ends like at least people will hear it, see it. Like this is a mom and pop shop. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, no, it's really cool though. Now there's so much depth behind that little kid's bracelet. Like, yeah, right. I know. And it was, it was just, yeah, it was, it was a crazy experience, but again, like your perception changes after things. And that definitely changed my perception. Like I just realized like there's different healing of things besides, you know, just doing other things. It can be meditation, you know, it can be the energy healing. It can be, you know, whatever is beneficial for you. I feel like everything you're saying right now is such a cool experience that you are going to be able to, like, you're going to remember this stuff forever. Number one, number two, you're going to have like the coolest stories. Like you're going to be that lady, like when we're older and you're going to have the coolest freaking stories ever. And I feel like for a lot of people, and especially this past year was super rough and everyone stuck at home and in this rut, I feel like just like mentally, physically, all of it, emotionally, like all just kind of frozen in time, almost stuck and feeling just like not ourselves. I feel like traveling, if you can, like safely with like everything going on, just traveling in general, like can do so much for you. And just hearing like everything you're saying, I'm like, I want to leave 
these four walls and like do something like I I feel like everybody can benefit from so it doesn't even have to be like a crazy like trip like just like go and experience something else because I think too a lot of people keep themselves in a bubble and it's like their safe bubble because it's what they know it's what they're used to what they grew up in and we're almost just like afraid to leave the bubble but it's like hearing your experiences and stuff like how would you like how could you not want to do things like that like to get out and to learn and to meet other people and to like see things that you've never seen before like I am just like so inspired by this like I want to leave so bad and like do exactly this like it is so cool that you you're gonna just like have all of these experiences like to remember forever I think that's so awesome thank you I you know and kind of like what you said it doesn't have to be a trip like what I did. Honestly, too, just getting outside is just, you know, I think we need to remember that as well during this time period. Like, you know, we are supposed to be inside, right? But but you can go for a hike. You can go for a walk. You can camp outside places. Like, you can go do these things. Like, yes, with safety restrictions and everything going on, but, like, there's so many free opportunities where you can go do this for a reasonable budget, you know, in the future, I'm definitely going to have a better budget than what I did just because again, I went out there without a plan. So there's these free um, places where you can stay called Bureau of Land. So BLM land. And basically um, you can just look them up. Um, it's a government website. It's, it's federally funded by our, our government and you can just park your car and stay to these places, you know, um, I pre-packed some of my food. So that way, you know, I would stop at like Walmart or Target and I just would go in and get meals that were either quickly I could do in the car or whatever, you know, like it is affordable and don't let money. And I hate sounding like these people. Cause you know, especially nowadays you see stuff on TikTok where people are like, don't let money be the factor or like, don't let time be the factor of why you can't do things if it's a priority to you and you want to make yourself, you know, if you want to experience things like this and sure, you know, we all don't have the same, what's, what's the word? Like, I guess like opportunity or time off. Yeah. But like you can start small with a weekend. You can go places on a weekend, you know, um, locally, you can go to wherever really these free places to stay and you can just go and experience it just to get away, just go outside, just do something. Um, if you have the opportunity, I would definitely do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't hesitate. I mean, and so you said something about like your comfort zone and there's this quote that I saw the other day. Um, I don't have anyone to, you know, give credit to this quote. I just saw the quote and it says, if you never challenge yourself to leave your comfort zone, you will never understand how in control you are of your own life and experiences. Wow. You can choose to stay in your comfort zone you know, and have the same old, same old, or you can get out there and experience life and, you know, have these changing experiences. We can all have these cool stories, you know, one day that you want to tell people. Um, It's all of what you choose to do with life. And I think, you know, it's really hard, especially with the year that we just had to, you know, maybe look at things in a positive way and like try and, you know, spin it that way. But if you're just staying in a rut or if you're just staying in in the mindset where you can't do something, you're only going to stick in that. So if you leave that comfort zone, then that's where life really begins. Just kind of like that woman said to me. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Honestly, I feel like you've just learned so much. I feel like you grew so much from this trip. What do you think was like the biggest thing that you took away from all of this? Back to just how small we are. 
and like how great the world is. And, you know, I don't know, you know, my, I, I'm a Christian, you know, I believe in God and I believe that, you know, like how awesome is it that God created this world, um, to be so beautiful. And, you know, we have the opportunity to create these life experiences and we have the opportunity to really, you know, make this world ours. Like we can choose to do that. And, um, you know, of course, if you're, your heart, you know, if you can't get out of a situation or whatever, you know, like you can try and take little steps to get to that eventually to get out of that rut, but it's all of mindset and like what you choose to do with it. So first off, just how small we are and how big the world is. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think when you put yourself outside of the bubble that you, you know, keep yourself in and you do something differently um, and the situation like you, you, you traveled and you, you're seeing the world in kind of a different light and a different perspective. You realize that yes, like our, our lives can be difficult and we go through things that can be very, very hard, but like taking a step back, like our problems are so minuscule, like they are so tiny. And like what you kept saying, like, we are so small, like mm-hmm. there's just so much more to life. And there's so much more to like experience and to like appreciate. And I think it's so important to not dwell on those little things because there's just so much for us. And I think it, it is so important to like get out of the bubble and to like get out of that comfort zone and just like explore like life, like just do things you haven't done before. And I think you'll have like a way better perspective on life. Like, I feel like you yourself, like you're saying tonight, like, you've just looked at life differently now, like because of what you've done. Mm -hmm. And like, I've always looked at, you know, life in a positive way, but now it's just kind of like, it, it, it really truly does come down to, you know, mindset. I used to have a little bit of a, of a, like, I'm not as good at, at this as someone else, or I'm not as, you know, but it's, it's really, well, why can't I be good at that? Or like, why can't I have this? Or, you know, why, why can't I go do that? And so, this experience has just changed me for the, obviously for the better. And I just, I hope everyone gets some kind of, whether it's, you know, you have your solo road trip out West or you, you do something for yourself for a weekend. I mean, it could even be something as small as renting a hotel room in your own city for the night, or like going to stay in a Airbnb somewhere that's 30 minutes from your house, like just to do something for yourself. And that's what it is too, is, you know, we all, we throw around self-care a lot nowadays. And, um, I saw something the other day where self-care to some people may look like it's a face mask and chocolate and a bubble bath. Right. But to some people it could be learning how to set boundaries. It could be learning how to take care of yourself. It could be learning what's the proper tools I need to be successful. How do I leverage myself in a way where I'm going to put myself in the best foot forward and have, you know, a positive impact in this world. You know, it, that to me is now the self-care that I'm working towards. And so self-care could be me going to spend a hundred dollars at Target randomly, or it could be, you know, actually doing something for myself to benefit where I want to be. And I think that's what a lot of this trip and just travel in general teaches you. I feel like everyone, even when you go on a trip with your family, right? It's every time you come home from a trip, it's, it's a different experience that you take away. And so I think doing this alone, I will never be who I was. And, you know, even the last time that we talked, you know, um, last time you had me on, I don't even remember who that girl was. Seriously, I cannot. I don't even remember me two years ago. I 
I really genuinely cannot. And I think it's just trying to constantly grow to be the best version of yourself while doing things that you love while putting yourself first. And that again, doesn't mean self-care. It can be self-care with a bubble bath and chocolate, but you know, really what do I need in this life? And I'm really making your own. So something that I take away is life's way too short to not do things for yourself. Um, we have the opportunity to create the world that we want to live in. And so, you know, full-heartedly put yourself into that. And I remember also the last time we talked to something I really wanted to work on, it wasn't say yes to everything. And so saying yes to everything has, you know, given me opportunities in life that I would not have expected if I would have just been like hanging in my comfort zone being like, Oh, I don't know if I want to do this. Like, yeah. Why would I not want to do this? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I feel like you get fulfillment out of saying yes to things like that. And like what we've said this whole time is like pushing yourself out of that comfort zone and being like, yeah, why wouldn't I do that? Of course I will. Like, of course I'll come. Of course I'll do that. Yeah. Um, I think everything you just said was just like absolutely on point. And the fact that you brought up the self-care thing, I saw that too, where it was like, yeah, you might think that it's like a face mask or like lighting a candle. Like, yes, it can be. And like, believe me, I love doing those things, but ultimately it's just like doing whatever makes you the happiest. Mm -hmm. And for me, um, this past year, like obviously was rough, but like, it was a year that I almost had to like myself in a way. And I finally like put myself first because I didn't have a million other people to be caring for. I, you know, I wasn't seeing a ton of people and I was like, you know what, like maybe this year is for me. Like I'm going to do what makes me happy and focus on what I like to do. And I feel like I mean, I wasn't traveling to Utah and like doing really cool stuff like you, but I, yeah, I but don't take that away from yourself. You totally. still, you still had a year of growth. And like, that's the thing. Like, don't just because you didn't go out West doesn't mean that you didn't put yourself first. Right. And it's like, I still feel like there's so much more to come and like, I'm becoming who I want to be. And I think like, as long as you are happy with like yourself, that's all you can ask for. Like, just find like those little wins, do things that make you happy. Yeah. I don't know. I just think like you had really, really good points there about like the self-care and I think like, yeah, just do whatever makes you happy. And, and really at the end of the day, like you, you're the one who benefits from bettering yourself. Like no one else does like, and if you don't take care of you, then who's going to. Right. So, and that's something that I, that took me, a, that what you just said took me a really long time to like really understand was like, I am a person that like always wants to say yes, but for the other person, I'm not saying yes for me. And in the past, that was something that like really was my downfall. Like I was saying yes to like make other people happy, even though inside I was like, I don't love that I'm doing this. And so this year I took the time to be like, okay, what do I want? Like, and almost starting to say no, but for myself. So like kind of the same gist, but like doing what I want to be doing. So you could spin that and say that you were saying yes for yourself though, because your brain was saying yes by saying no, I'm happier by yeah. not, by not doing something and overexerting myself, you know, and, and really, you know, being my own worst enemy is, is hurting me. But by saying, no, I'm not doing this. It's really a yes. I know I'm it's saying yes to myself. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. So that's I, kind of I think um I think especially being in our 20s, this is such a time that like everyone's like do whatever you want. Like this is like the time that you can like be on your own and grow and you have like yes, we have responsibilities, but we have little responsibilities. So I think just like F it, do whatever you want. And that's what's hard too cuz it's like I would say everyone go go somewhere go do something like you need to do it like just go but you know obviously not everyone can do that right now so um you know just just like how you were saying you know yeah you didn't have the trip out west but you were doing little things every day to put yourself first and so um just to continuously do that like um just like you saying like you you know you were starting to say no to people i was starting to set boundaries that i didn't realize i needed to set boundaries for and things but then when I did, I was like, wow, like, you know, at first I felt guilty, but then I was like, wow, like I feel good, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's recognizing your self-worth is saying no to things that you no longer, that no longer serve you. And that's what that lady shared with you on the hike. It's all I know. It did. She did. It did. It was so crazy. So I want to ask you, what are you hoping to do this year? Um, obviously your perspective on life has changed, but are you looking to like accomplish anything specific? Do you want to do another solo trip, go back to Utah? Cause you loved it so much. Like what is next for Sophia? I'm definitely going back out West. I, um, made it a goal to go to five new national parks this year. Um, you know, and just really take advantage. Um, I also have already made a plan of every quarter, of work. So like the business calendar work-wise, you know, four quarters in a year to at least do something either solo or with a friend um, during that time period, whether it's a local weekend getaway or, you know, not like a trip trip, but, you know, just something, you know, maybe camping a few States away Um, just because I think that's a really good time to self-reflect. And I think that we all need that time and, you know, to give ourselves some grace. Um, I do goals every year, um, but there's this template that I use, you know, 2020 goals. And it was uh, want, need, and how. I did, you know, six months to a year. Um, you know, one page was the want, need, how of the six months and one page was the 12 months. And so basically I set these goals. So my goals are um, to travel, to have more experience like this, Um, to keep setting personal boundaries and also, you know, doing more of what makes your soul happy, you know, do more more of what I love and get back into things that make me happy. You know, it's so silly. I see all those things on TikTok about, you know, the inner child, your inner child, but it's true. Like, you know, do things that made you happy as a kid, because like, I used to love to sing out loud and, you know, I have a horrible voice now, but I was singing loudly out West and I was more than happy, you know? So just doing things like little things like that. Um, or like recently I got back into skiing again, which I used to do as a kid and I couldn't ski in college just because of field hockey, but you know, just doing things like that, like doing things that make you happy. So basically that is my 2021 goal. Um, is to go see five more new national parks, definitely go back out West again. Um, I don't know, maybe by 2023, my goal is to possibly move out West because I just was at peace. Um, I don't know though. Um, But basically, yeah, 2021, my goals are to travel, do more for myself, and um, my word of, I pick a word every year. My family does this. We pick a word and my word for 2021 is intentional. 
So to be more intentional in my relationships, my life, and, um, you know, more intentional with myself and with work. So I have some work goals too, but what are your goals? What are your goals of 2021? I don't know. I think just continuing to like better myself. I have like a lot of things. I feel like I'm someone that just like comes up with new stuff to busy myself with, which is good and bad, but I have like a lot of exciting like ideas for 2021 and I just want to like accomplish all of them and like succeed in all of them. But I also, God willing, want to just kind of what you said, like be intentional with like my friendships and relationships. I just want to be able to number one, like see all of my friends more. I feel like for me, I'm, I'm typically present in the moment when I'm with people. Like I'm, cause I just love like social interaction. I just like, I like live off of it, but I want to just be more present in the moment. I feel like I have more appreciation for just people in general and my friends and the people in my life. So I want to be able to just spend time actually like genuine time with them, quality time with them and just like make the most of every day because like you said, we're small and also life is short. And so I just want to like be happy in everything I'm doing. That's my goal. But yeah, be successful and hang out with my friends. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, this year too, uh, 2020 really showed us this past year showed us how important those relationships are. And so, um, you know, making sure that we invest and be intentional in those and um, with your, your own relationship, you know, whether it's romantic friends, relationship with yourself, your family, whoever, just being more um, invested and intentional. Yeah. Like my life was a movie those two weeks. Like I totally felt as though, you know, is this even real life? Um, and I loved, I loved when you said that earlier, because the moment when you're like listening to like send me on your way and driving through this like incredible place it reminds me of when everyone was <laughs> please tell me you did this when you were little and you like sat in the back seat and like you, you have your headphones in and you're like basically pretending like you're in the music video I feel like you lived through your own little like music video your own little movie and everything was like so surreal that it felt like that I think that's so funny I love that oh. for you for sure. I mean, exactly what you said. It was me as a little kid looking out a window, you know, like being dramatic, listening to music, but it okay. was, but you know, I'm a big, it was basically big kid me doing that. And I did, you know, I'm not the best vlogger, but I semi vlogged, you know, and I journaled. And so honestly, I think to come, I might try and do like a little, like mini thing of it, like a little mini, not series, but like, I don't know how to even put it, I guess, like a little movie, I guess. And yeah. um, I mean, I don't think my life is super, super interesting. Like, I mean, I love my life, but like, it's not interesting to write a book on it. But I think eventually if I keep adding up all these stories, I think it would be really cool to like write something because I do love to write. Oh, I would totally read a book that you wrote. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I think that's a definite thing you should do <laughs> no I think that's awesome and to like document it I love to document everything basically like any trips I take I like to like make a quick like couple minute video of just the trip because I don't know sometimes your memory gets distorted and you remember things differently and then when you look back at a video that you took like a couple years ago or a trip that you took a couple years ago, you're like, oh my God, yes, I remember this. And that was so much fun. And like, look how I looked then. It's so crazy. And look at my friends. And it's, I think that's awesome that you are, you're vlogging it in a sense and you're taking videos and stuff. I, I would, yeah, that's awesome. 
Yeah. And I think it was really cool too that I did get to experience the second half of my trip. It was like, like the last like three days with one of my best friends. Um, it was really cool that she decided to, she calls me and goes, Hey, I think I'm going to come out there. Like I didn't even, you know, I'm so glad you came, but I didn't, you know, she goes, I'm inviting myself. I'm like, Hey, you're more than welcome to do that. That's fine. And so we went to these places together and it was just really cool too. Um, just to share that experience as well with a friend. I'm a huge advocate for self-love and self-support and doing everything on your own. And, you know, you really do not realize how strong you are until you actually do something. So it's, yeah. So, I mean, a hundred percent, 10 out of 10 would recommend traveling alone and, and just doing whatever, just book the ticket, do whatever, like don't even go with a plan. I mean, I get it. Some people need a plan, but you don't have to have a plan. More so what you did, like maybe just don't think about it too much because then you'll talk yourself out. So take Sophia's advice and just do it. Like say yes, book your flight, like get in the car, do something to better your life, like enhance it a little bit, do something like you haven't done before. I don't think anyone is going to regret doing that. So thank you so much for sharing all of this it was super fun like I was watching you live this through on social media just in awe of everything you are just incredible thank you for sharing. Cry. <laughs> thank you for sharing your wisdom on all of this and just like your experiences and I don't know I'm just like inspired I just want to like get out of here and do all of what you just did like that's just so cool so I can't wait to see you what you do next like I'm excited for you like let's go <laughs> same with you and hey let's do it girl let's go on a trip somewhere I mean yeah. and you're more than capable of doing it you just gotta totally. just put your mind to it Send you'll it. never regret putting yourself first a hundred percent words to live by Thank you so much for coming on. This was so fun. Thanks for having me. Of course. Be sure to follow Sophia so you can see all of her new travels. And be sure to follow Girl We Gotta Talk podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and now Twitter. And catch up on all of the Girl We Gotta Talk podcast episodes. But thank you guys so much for listening. Bye.